0: Welcome to a special edition of Middle Georgia Podcast. Jim Garland, originally from Cuthbert, Georgia, passed away on June 8, 2023 at age 96. Most recently, his home was in Milledgeville, Georgia, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Garland in November 2022 about his service in the U.S. Navy during World War II. In his own words, here is Jim Garland's story. My dad was a veteran of World War I. And back then, when I finished high school in Georgia, you would be drafted if you were 17 and finished high school. And my daddy said he did not want me in the Army. He had plenty of the army himself, so he says, "You decide which service you want in." And I thought around. I says, "I guess I'll take the navy." He took me to Albany, Georgia, and and I enlisted in the navy recruiter in Albany, Georgia. Two weeks they called me, and I was gone. I think I four weeks, three or four weeks boot camp, they called it, and I got to come home for one week, and uh, then he took me back to Albany, and they put me on a train to the west coast, and that's the last I saw uh, of my country for little over four years. I had training in uh, signalman, and first thing I knew when I got to California, they put me on an aircraft carrier loaded down with recruits and Marines, and uh, we had to sleep On the floor of the hangar deck and finally got to Hawaii I think it was and uh, then they they put me on a destroyer to be distributed throughout the service and I wound up in Guam and at that time they didn't have any running water so we put in a, what they call tent city, right down on the, next to the beach. And we had cots, fold-up cots. That's all we had to sleep on. But we decided we'd walk up towards the main base up on the mountain, and we got caught. A Navy chief caught us and wanted to know what we were doing up there. We said, well, we were trying to find out what we were going to do. And, uh, he asked me what did I do. I said, well, I was t- trained as a signalman. He says, you're not going to be a signalman. Can you type? I said, yes, I'm an excellent typer. He said, well, follow me. And I got on his little old Jeep and went on up, uh, up to fleet headquarters up on the mountain. And, uh. He says, you're through being a signalman, you're going to be an aerographer's mate. I said, what's that? (laughs) He said, you're going to learn how to forecast the weather. So I think I took about three or four weeks in Fleet Central, they called it, Weather Center. And finally got my degree. And... uh, I became a third class was aerog- mate. And I don't know how long it was, but uh, while we were down there in the Tent City, the Japs were still up in the mountains in the caves. And they warned us, says, uh, You better be careful now. Says, so At night, the Japs come out shooting. So they don't know the war's just about over. So, sure enough, we were sitting there yacking at each other, no chairs, just bunks. And the Japs came shooting that night, and they killed two boys where I was. Two boys got shot in the head, and no running water. I got blood, His blood. one of the boys, they got blood all over us. We trying to do what we could for him. And all we could do was jump in the ocean and get washed off. But anyway, I don't know what, what they did with them, whether they buried them up, whether they sent them home or what. But I went back up to Fleet Central, and I think it was four or five weeks, and I finished signal school up there with maps and everything. And then it came time. We were signed to ships with aerographical crew. And uh, I had five in my crew and I was in charge. I was by, I think I was either third or second class aerographers mate. And I was had five men assigned to me and the crew. We had all this aerographical equipment to forecast back to fleet headquarters about the weather and be on the lookout for ships in general. And they said we'd be on a cruise for three months, I think it was. And so uh, we were counting our months, and about two weeks before the three months was up, we got transferred by little canoe things like three times like that and the last time about two weeks before ship got there they said transfer their graphical crew from PCE 195 to 167 I think it was so since I was in charge of the crew I says well I guess I'll send you boys on the cross they, and they decided the weather was so rough, they said, we'll try two boys by Boson's chair, and uh, so I said, well, I guess I'll send the crew on the cross, because I'll have to take the aerographical equipment on my sh- one shoulder and my, my gear on the other, and I Sent them on across and saw that they got across. And then I got in there and started to cross with all that gear on my shoulder. And about halfway across between the ships, that cable snapped. And down I went. And they said they were, I, I don't remember what happened after I got down. I know I lost all my gear and probably blacked out. And they uh, jumped in and got me. That luckily, they said that they, they, I I don't remember, because they, they had told me what happened. They said they thought I went down 30 to 35 feet, and that my lungs were completely filled with water, and this eardrum was busted. And if that Coleman didn't know what he was doing, I wouldn't be here. They got me straightened out, and I went back, got transferred back to Alameda Naval Air Station in Alameda, California, and I the, it was air aerographical crew there. And of course, the boys had their own budgets by that time, and I outranked them, and I they was put in charge. And uh, one morning, we heard a racket outside. And we looked out there, and it was a plane coming in. It was a jet airplane, the first time I'd ever seen one. And he went in and checked with the authorities, and I guess they told him to go so-and-so. We watched him. He went and got in the jet plane and started the thing up. It was loud, and all of a sudden he took off, and that thing went straight up. We said, what in the world's going on there? At that time, it was about time for my enlistment to be up, and they sent me to Naval Station in San Diego, California, to North Island and uh, got to be friends with several people and one boy talked me the I guess it was the city, I'm not sure, who had activity of sailing little sailing vessels around but he says let's go rent and get one of those things and cruise around the bay and see what's going on. I said, well, I don't know anything about a sailing vessel like like that. He said, oh, I'm an expert. He was an expert, all right. We got out there sailing around and finally got around there close to an aircraft carrier, and he lost control and slammed into that aircraft carrier. And that aircraft carrier commander out there jumping up and down and shouting and cussing at us. He said, we better get out of here. So we did and headed back to base. But by that time, my enlistment was up, and I went to North Island, to San Diego Air Base, and got my discharge. They first tried to talk me into going to officer's, Candidate School, they said I was highly qualified, and that first to, I told them I would, and I got to thinking about that thing and told them, no, I'm going home. Lieutenant Commander Jorgensen says, it bugged you out, says, hope you have a nice trip home. I says, I haven't been paid in three months. What am I going to buy a ticket with? He lent me three or $400 out of his pocket. I said, well, how am I going to pay you back? He said, I'll make a list in new records that your first payday, they'll send me that money back to me. It took me several weeks to get back to Cuthbert, Georgia, from San Diego, California. And I found out why Arizona was named Arizona. And nothing but sand and hot weather and wind. And I thought we never would get through there. But the reason I got my early discharge was they had wired Commander and I think it was, that uh, my mother was in the hospital with a nervous breakdown. And that's the reason. They let me out when they did. And I finally got back to Cuthbert at the same day she had got out of Patterson Hospital. And she was the happiest thing to see me. And that wound up my naval business right there. World War II veteran Jim Garland, age 96. Rest in peace and thank you for your service. I am proud that I served my country. I feel like I helped to save it. I hope I don't have to go back in, but I'm ready to go if we've got to defend ourselves, and I'll do everything that I can to protect it from now on.